0: Amplify, Creators of Color Podcast Network. Well, hello, hello, hello. I am Paritza Mosley-Jones and welcome to another episode of Pearls of Blackness. Pearls of wisdom through the lens of black culture. So it is March 2021. Can y'all believe that? It's March 2021. I was reflecting this week on um, what... The first of March would mean for us um, this year, and I I thought about how last year this time, March 2020, we were uh, embarking upon a journey as a community, a nation, um, as a family here in um, in my home um, on something that we've never done before, right? So um, the pandemic had um, started. We were dealing with COVID 19. We were walking into areas of life and, um, experiencing something in life that we've never seen before. Like it was so unheard of. We were walking into the unknown and I remember it, um, just like literally, like it was, um, yesterday, um, the day that my job, um, pretty much told us, you know, right now due to the COVID-19 pandemic and the risk for health not to return back in the building to work. It seems like I went to work one day and and it was like just a normal day. I got up that morning, um, got dressed for work, got my baby ready to take um, to my mom who was watching him during that time because my husband and I were going into the office to work. We went to work, um, picked him up that day, came home, had dinner. um, And uh, I was actually in the process of going through a training at that time as well um had went to training that day um came home did my homework to prepare to go to training the ne- next day got up um went down to um the west End where we were training um and walked in and they were like yes yeah, so Training is canceled due to the um, number um, of people in this training and due to the new CDC guidelines, we're not going to be able to continue this training. Please go home. At that same time, my boss was texting like, do not come into the office, return home to work from home. And here I am a whole year later still working from home. So the pandemic has been a whirlwind and I look back on it and I say, but yet we survived. And so um, we're gonna let's just talk a little bit about that and what that's looked like um, overall for the whole year. And I'm gonna start off with dropping this nugget um, and well, dropping this pearl. I like to say nugget or pearl, with, but sharing this pearl with you. Um, and I learned this very early on in life and I don't know who to accredit for this because we say it so much. Um, and I I tell you all all the time that I attribute all that I am to my spiritual background, but, um, as the year has passed and we're still um, coming out of what we know to be uh, the biggest unknown I've ever known in my lifetime. Um, the pearl I want to share with you in going through anything unforeseen or something that was unexpected is, but by the grace of God. And I'm going to tag that with, but God. And I say that because I know that for this year, going through the pandemic, of course, and experiencing life through the pandemic, there have been, there has not been, let me say that, there has not been a day when I haven't said, but by the grace of God or, but God, this has been hard. If anybody tells you they've been through the pandemic um, or they've been walking through life since March of 2020 and they haven't had any obstacle or challenge, be it spiritual, emotional, physical, mental, whatever it may be. I want to know what planet they were on because this has been quite challenging. Okay, and think about that. So for me. People um, always say, you're just so social. You're always busy. You're always doing a lot of things. And I'm a very social person. What I have learned about myself in the past year, though, is that um, I'm a very social person, but I'm also an in introverted time. So like I love to be social, but I also like to be by myself sometimes. Um, and I have really thoroughly enjoyed that part of being um Trying to stay safe and remaining home, I've enjoyed the ability to remain in my home and just and just do that. So, um, but that has also been hard because a lot of what I am, a lot of what I do, requires social interaction. Even my job requires some uh, a lot of face-to-face social interaction, and what we used to physically do, we've now um, of course clearly converted to doing online or via Skype or Zoom or. Um, Google Meets or FaceTime or Google Duo. Um, I have learned so many platforms to be able to interface and interact with people that I never knew of before WebEx. Um, my family and I, we on an app called House Party. Some of my friends told me about that. And so that's how we interact sometimes and have conversations because um, we're just not able to do a lot of things face-to-face anymore, right? And so that's been hard because what you just naturally can have a choice to do or not to do, now you're forced to just do it one way, right? That's that's a lot to adapt to. Um, What I've also learned in this this journey um, of living through the pandemic is that I am living through the pandemic. Um, I'm not living in a pandemic. I'm living through the pandemic because I do believe, but by the grace of God, we are um, headed out of the pandemic. um, And that... If nothing else, we were to have learned and experienced things that will make us stronger and better people and to uh, um, be able to overcome things and realize that what we thought we couldn't do, that we can, and even we that we can even do that within limitations because of um, social distancing or not being able to do things the way we normally know how to do them. So we've learned how to be innovative. Um, I have. I've learned how to be innovative. Um, and yeah so that that's something that i've learned also um this year will mark um i told you all my husband i told you all last month that this year will mark five years of marriage for me uh and what i have learned is uh if i can survive a pandemic or living through the pandemic with um a person and not being able to have you know he and i having the outlets that we normally would have um to 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 be um I want to say, to kind of regroup on our own individually. We spent a lot of time together. We've gotten to know each other even more than what we did um, five years ago when we got married or uh, when we first met. We've learned more and more about each other. We've learned how to um, be supportive of one another. We've learned how to accept um, things about each other that maybe we just didn't recognize, you know, throughout these last five years of life. And we have learned so much about what it means um to be parents in a pandemic right so we have a soon to be 20 month old son and yes i'm that mom i still say the months. Um, I when he turns two, I will stop. So <laughs> I, I get joked on a lot by my family and friends. I'm like, oh God, she's she, you know she's going to be saying he's thirty six months. He's hundred and two months, and I'm not. Um, but I am a first time mommy. This is my only child biologically, and so I'm just savoring the moment. Um, but nevertheless, we have been raising our son um, in the home with us every day. Um, except for little short breaks when maybe he goes to um, his grandma's or an aunt um, to give us a break as we work. But he has primarily been in the home with us this past year. And um, that has been quite a journey. So I have learned to weather um, the pandemic and mommyhood, uh, motherhood, um, with my child directly in the home with me. So shout out and hats off to mothers who are stay at home moms. um, And they make it do what it do because yeah, this has been quite an experience for me. When we first um, began this um, quarantine experience and being in the home, my sweet baby, was uh, embarking upon his ninth month of life. And so um, he was born in June of 2019. He'd been at home with me for the first 12 weeks of his life. I went back to work. Um, and um, shortly, right before um, he turned nine months, we were back at home again, right? So all he knows really interacting socially is our immediate family and um, most I guess frequently he, you know, it's just he, he, um, his dad and I, and that's what he knows. So he's really attached, (laughs) very attached um, to the two of us because that's pretty much where he's been for this whole past year, um, walking into the second year of his life. And that's been a learning curve for me because, um, I was not only being mommy, but I was working, um, of course, being a wife, trying to figure out, um, how to, use what I knew and my knowledge and my skills to be the best early learning teacher I can be for him. Um because I know that these first few months of his brain, I mean first few years of his brain development, I'm sorry, are most important. And so I'm wanting to make sure that he gets everything he needs because guess what? Due to the pandemic, I could not send him to childcare. I shouldn't say I could not send him to child care, but I am a germaphobe and so I have been very I'm hesitant to embark upon sending my baby um, to child care right now until um, we have a, a clear vision of what this COVID-19 situation is going to look like long term. So um, I can say that I have made it a year doing that. And but God, because, yeah, that's hard. Uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week in the home um with your husband and your child. And I'm pretty sure they feel the same way about being in the home with their mommy and their wife. Um, so, but we've made it. And I think about how blessed I am to have been able to sustain um, my situation. Our home has been able to be sustained. We've been able to continue to work and have groceries and food and a roof over our, over our heads. And I know that um, myself and many others like me we are very blessed because I also know individuals um, who have not been so fortunate. Um, You know, people have experienced unemployment. People have experienced loss of homes. um, People have experienced um, food insecurities. um, People have experienced health issues. um, We have lost loved ones and friends and and individuals have lost loved ones and friends to the COVID-19 virus. And so I know that this has not been an easy road for anyone. And I want to take the time out to just pause and reflect and pay um, honor and and reflect on the memories of those who have lost loved ones, those of us um, that have gone on uh, in the fight against COVID-19. I was telling someone the other day, probably around uh, mid-January, my husband and I were talking and we we had had a heavy week, a heavy first two weeks of January. Uh, Within that time, um, we knew at least 10 people personally who had lost their lives to COVID-19. And when I was thinking about that, I thought about... um, what that looked like for us and what that looked like for my community, because I know that wasn't something that was unheard of, especially in the Black community because of the health disparities that African-Americans and people of color face. And I remember having the conversation with someone back then, um, and it kind of it got kind of heated because they wanted to talk about all the woes of what they experienced in during the pandemic and why it was so important for us to just get back to what's what's going to be the new normal and there was a we were debating about masks and health safeties and i remember saying because they were a person um of, they were caucasian i remember saying to them it's different and it looks different for you and your community because can you say that you've known 10 people within a week and a half to have lost their lives to covid-19 And they paused and then they said, no, I cannot. And so that's been heavy on my mind this entire time to the health disparity that our community faces as it relates to um, health um, viruses to this this COVID-19 pandemic. It's been really heavy, but by the grace of God. And but God, um, and I know that uh, my grandma used to say that every year carries a number, and I know that um, people are passing away that don't have the COVID 19 virus. And we have lost many people throughout this past year that did not um, succumb to COVID 19, but we lost so many people that did. And it's, I cannot say that it wasn't due to a health disparity, right? Um, and we know that COVID 19 was not. The- only health disparity that they had, but because people of color and African-Americans have um, a high percentage of comorbidities and other um, co-diagnosis that that were lending itself to allow the body to um, not respond to COVID-19 the way some others have, um, it, it led to there, right? And so I just want to Take the time to remind us um, as people of color and as African-Americans to take care of ourselves and to take care of our bodies and to try to limit, if we can, any pre-exposure uh, to um, to any comorbidities, high blood pressure, diabetes, cholesterol, things that we can kind of control if we take care of our bodies a little better. And I know some things are hereditary But I believe in speaking manifestation on things. And so um, I don't want to in my family, those things are prevalent, but I don't want to speak those things on myself. And so I try to do what I need to do um, health wise to not um, expose myself or probably make myself predisposed to those um, medical conditions. But I also don't speak that on myself as well. And I try not to speak that onto my loved ones. So uh, that's another thing that we can do can do there. Um, now I'm gonna get off that platform, but I'm gonna talk about, um, I wanna talk a little bit about what I call some pandemic praise. So, right, we've been through a pandemic and um, we're walking through it and we're prayerfully on our way out. Um, but I think about all the successes that people have had despite what is going on um, and what was going on in our in our communities and in our country as it related to COVID-19. So, um, I myself, um, stepped out on faith and, and began a small business. And so I was blessed to be able to do that. Um, I think about, um, my brother, uh, shout out to my brother, um, Corey. I talk a lot about my, uh, my siblings, but shout out to my brother, Corey. Um, he has been working, um, being a husband and a dad to, um, four amazing little girls and a beautiful wife. And in the midst of that um, and losing his, uh, our dad, his father, um, my brother began last January on a journey um, to go back to school. And throughout this pandemic, he's worked 12 hour shifts and he's had to work overtime in a hot warehouse and in a cold warehouse, because based on the climate, that's what it looked like. Um, But he went back to school and in December, he completed his program and we are so proud of him, and he did all of that in the midst of the pandemic. And, and so I want to, to, to give him a big shout out to that. Uh, shout out for that because we are so, very, 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 very proud of him um, and his uh, tenacity, right? So that takes perseverance and that takes tenacity and that takes sacrifice because I know he worked long hours and then he would get off from work and he'd be in school for hours and then he'd go home and he'd do homework and he still was able to be everything he needed to be for his family, um, his wife and his children. And so um, kudos to Corey. So I want to shout out to people like my brother who even in the midst of the pandemic, they were able to uh, achieve great accomplishments such as graduating from college and graduating from programs and certifications and trainings and enhancing their skills and improving their way of life because that's that's a lot of work in the midst of a pandemic. Um, I want to think, uh, give a shout out to people who um, had babies. Like, so I know what it's like for me when I was pregnant and I was going through my pregnancy and it wasn't in the midst of a pandemic, but I could not imagine being a mommy pregnant in the midst of a pandemic. Like you don't get to you didn't get to have the same experience. Like your, your visits, your visitors were limited at doctor's appointments. I know uh, I've heard from people who were pregnant at that time when you had your baby, your visitation was limited there. So a lot of social supports and mommies and daddies and families were used to doing and having um, in the midst of the celebratory um, celebration, I should say, of, of bringing in a new life. They weren't able to do. But guess what? We have new lives in the world even in the midst of the pandemic. And so that's pandemic praise. I think about people who um, had losses during the pandemic and they're still here, but by the grace of God, they survived, they pushed through, they were able to do that um, in the midst of the pandemic. And that's hard. It's hard enough when you're not dealing with social distancing and being limited to what you can do um, with social supports because we as people, I don't care what nobody says, you need people and people need you. We thrive. Human beings thrive off of social support, and so that's hard when you're having losses, be it deaths or divorces or homes or jobs or whatever, and you can't get that physical support that you need. Um, but shout out to the people who lost jobs and got new jobs in the midst of a pandemic. We made it. You made it. And so I'm excited about that. And I want to, uh, I want us to always think about that. You know, we we think about all the negative things that happened. Or is happening in the midst of this, but um, oftentimes we don't remember to count it all joy, and so yes, we go through things, but we have to count it all joy, and that's a pearl. I hope y'all picked up on that. Count it all joy, even when you're going through hard times. Because here I'm gonna go again, but by the grace of God, you could be experiencing something else that someone else is experiencing that might be a little tougher, or harder, or more difficult than what you're going through, but. You got to have some pandemic praise. You got to think about the blessings um, in the storm. You got to think about the blessings that came in the midst of that, um, in the midst of the pandemic. And so while we know that we went through this pandemic and we're going through it and it's been hard and it's taken us away from the norms that we have, we have to think about the lessons that we have learned in the midst Right. And so I want to share with you all before I close um, this episode out um, some lessons that I've learned in the midst of the pandemic. So one, I've learned to be thankful. I've learned to be thankful for what I have, what God has blessed me with, for the people that are in my life. And I've learned that I have to be thankful because every moment and everything that I do and with everyone that's special to me is but a vapor. So I've learned to be thankful. I've learned to be thankful. I've learned to, um, to count all things joy. So I learned that when things don't often get to go my way, um, as a lot of things have happened in the midst of the pandemic, to count it all joy, to be grateful, um, for what I have and to know that, I can and continue will, um I can and will continue to be able to push through. I don't look at things as being um problems anymore. I look at them as challenges and obstacles and how I can overcome them, right? I have learned also that taking time to just be still is important. And I have I have never I don't think in my life had more time um than in the pandemic to just sit back and be still and to listen to what um God may be talking to me and telling me, listen to my loved ones. And to, you know, oftentimes we say, Oh, I'm listening, but are we really listening or just hearing them? But I've learned to really listen and process and take the time to 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 um to be still and to and to process what's going on in those moments. Um I have learned that. Love conquers all. I have learned that love conquers all because when you can't be physically present for someone, you can love on them. Um, In other ways, I have learned to be prayerful, right? I have learned to extend and expand my prayer life um, and meditate because when I think I can't, I'm able to draw strength from someone and something bigger than myself. And for me, that is God. Um, That's important. I I have really learned to do that. I have learned to do that. I learned um, self-care. I have learned the importance of self-care. And I do that a lot. I do that a lot. I I had an episode about that in the beginning where I talked about how I was uh, kind of channeling into that, that mode, but I do that a lot. I have learned... The power of spending time with those that are most important to you. And I'm going to pause right there because, like I said earlier, life is a vapor. And there are so many people that I started out in 2020 with that are no longer here um, and present in my life. And they have left large voids, not only in my life, but in the lives of their loved ones and their friends. And so I have learned to be, um, you know, to, 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 to really value the time that I spend with individuals. And lastly, I have learned to live life, to live life to the fullest. And I have learned how to adapt I thought I was able to adapt before, but I've really learned how to adapt because um, and I'm pretty sure you all have as well, because when you think about it, like um, not being able to go to church physically anymore, that was an adaptation. I mean, all my life, I physically walked into a church pretty much every Sunday of my life. (laughs) And so this past year of pandemic, I've walked into church via YouTube that was different um, not being able to physically see people. Um, my church members, that was that was different. Um, organizations that I'm a part of. You know, you're used to going to meetings and being able to congregate and sit and be with one another. Not so much this year. We've learned how to adapt and still be productive. Um, adaptation is not easy, especially when you're type A sometimes like myself and you're just used to doing things a certain way but I have learned how to be flexible and adapt. And that I think is the most important lesson that um, I've learned on top of uh, a side note to that is that I learned that everything um, just can't go the way that you want it to go. And you have to be okay with that. Um, Yeah. I've, I've really learned that that's, that's really, that's really been a big deal for me um, because I'm a big, uh, I'm big on holidays and, that kind those kinds of things and so you know yeah when we haven't been able to congregate as a family the way we would normally do on holidays and my big 4 is coming up right and so I'll probably for the last 10 years since my 30th birthday um, when my friends and I had a big joint celebration together I've anticipated celebrating my 40th birthday um, with a big party but with everybody that was important to me being there. Well, May is coming up. Um, my birthday is May the sixteenth. And that's not gonna happen, right? I can't have a big party because we are still socially distancing um to an extent. So you can't do those things. But I'm but I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. And I had to come to terms with that. Um that what I thought was gonna be my year forty and how I was gonna celebrate you know, leading into my 40th birthday, I'm not going to be able to do, but it doesn't mean that I'm not thankful for 40 years of life. And that's where, um, the biggest lesson came in is that I learned to be thankful for life and I learned to be thankful for time. And I learned to, that even though I can't do things the way I would like to do them, that it doesn't mean that it's not important, that it's not a milestone, and that I can't adapt and figure out another way to celebrate my 40 years of life. So that's just a little, a little pearl there, that you have to learn how to be, to adapt and to be adaptive. And you have to learn to be thankful and grateful in the midst of that and be innovative. Um, And so I leave you with this, if nothing else, we are now a year later after the COVID-19 pandemic began. And, but by the grace of God, we are all still here. And, Because we are all still here, we've been able to survive and we've been able to accomplish things and make it through obstacles and challenges um, and have blessings and celebrations. And that was all because, but God, like he allowed us to be that, And that's what I believe. And if you don't believe in God, then your higher power has allowed you to do that. And lastly, I leave you with this in all things as we continue to journey out of this pandemic, I believe um, give thanks and count it all joy because there are others that that we wish could still be here with us that are not. And we are. So we have to be grateful for that. Until next time, this is Pearls of Blackness through the lens of Black culture. I'm sorry, Pearls of Blackness, Pearls of Wisdom through the lens of Black culture. Y'all see, I kind of got caught up with that. I got a little tied up Um, and I'll see you next time pearl wearers this is your official pearl bearer Carissa Mosley Jones signing off peace and blessings Amplify is a podcast network made up of people of color and operating out of Chattanooga, Tennessee Amplify is a project of Rise Chattanooga a minority-based cultural arts nonprofit organization focused on community education, performance, and arts and cultural preservation. You can find all of the podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and risecha.org. Thank you so much for listening.